1: The Chelsea is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello, and welcome to the Chelsea. This is Kerry Levy, and we're going to discuss. A very strange old week. Crisis, then what crisis? And then finally, he's back. He was back in the centre of the team. He's back to take us back to glory. He's back. He's the man who told Serena McKellen that he had to leave Chichester and head to town to tell everyone what he thinks about what's been going on with Chelsea and with Michael, you know who, Emanalo. He's back. It's Phil. Hello, Hello,
2: Phil. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. How very was King good. Lear, darling? Okay. King Lear was wonderful. We had a splendid time in Chichester. Who were uh, you? I was the fool in King Lear. Okay. And I played a ukulele and sang quite a lot mm. to Ian McKellen and George Formby. George Formby. He used to pat me on the bum every night, and we had a great time. Lovely. By the way, the,
1: the other voice is another man who's back. He's been away too, probably for something nefarious and dodgy, because I know the kind of circles he mixes in. Mister Andy Saunders. I think I was in Norfolk. Yeah, well, kind of. We know that's
2: where you know I get like up to it, your up stuff. Your in Norfolk. You've been
3: there. Oh, yeah, I've good. been there. We've all been, We've all there. been there. That's yeah. good. There, Lovely. In and it, it gets maligned. Be? It gets much maligned. Norfolk. People talk about you know the people from Norfolk. Well,
1: it's only because you're there, and people think, well, how can that be? Yeah. But maybe you could you know rent out your your place on on here. Yeah, it goes you, for you a lot of money. Can hire, you, rent- you
3: can hire my place. How much is it a week? It's a lot.
1: <laughs> 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 that means he's going to vet you when you get in touch with him, absolutely. does it? Uh, absolutely. Whatever it, it, he charges, it's well worth it. It's brilliant. Sign up and deposit up to £50, and Labrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. Follow the link to Net. So, I mean, it's kind of a weird one this week, isn't it? Because we were suddenly... Doomed with, with everything after Roma, then it all became happiness after Manu. I don't know whether we shouldn't just start with the joy of Manu and work our way backwards and see how it works? Or should we start with the misery of Roma? Okay, you're making a face, Andy. It was actually the I, I just think
3: if we get all excited and, and, oh. and up about Man United, then we're going to bring people down with, with, with the Roma thing. I was going
1: to be clever and relate yeah. it, but I think you're right. Let's get miserable first. So welcome to the miserable part of the podcast. Rome, last Wednesday. How should we start off? Maybe the formation, Andy. Well,
3: let's talk about the team. So Courtois in goal. Uh, Cahill, Luis and Rudiger as a back three Azpilicueta and Alonso as full backs Bakayoko and Fabregas uh, and then Pedro, Morata and Hazard so 3-4-3 three, um and you know i mean there is a lot of doom and groom about it but the first half we were great we dominated the first half we just didn't take our chances we could have scored after 16 17 seconds and then we conceded after one minute and it was just it was a ridiculous game on a lot of levels
1: i i think also that there's something that i really want to discuss about that is that we have not had a settled back three or back five however you want to term it all season whereas last season the
3: three at the back really pick themselves. I think it is a major point.
1: It is. And also, what the thing I'd like to focus on the most on, on this back three here is the fact that Conte moved Cahill over to the right side and then shuffled Rudiger over, which has never happened in our lifetimes, really. Mm. And there was something that he reported, and it seems to have been underreported, and maybe I read it wrong or something, but he said that he bowed to player pressure to do this, that the players thought that would help the team if Cahill moved to the right. And I don't know what we make of it. It was an odd thing to do, wasn't it? Because Cahill always plays on the left.
3: Yeah, I don't think he framed it quite like that. No,
1: but more or less.
3: Yeah, I mean, he he basically, I think he said, uh, you know, in discussion with the players, this is something they wanted to try. I mean, you could argue that's bowing to player pressure, but I think he was probably just being open. But I think when we spoke about it, you mentioned a very interesting thing, which was the last time he did that was before those two games against Arsenal and Liverpool last year, where it was like, well, let's do the 4-2 you know, yep. you know. Let's do the, go the, the shape you say you like. Yeah, the one that Mourinho played. Let's do that. Okay, that didn't work. Now we're going to do it my way. Oh look, we've won the league. Um, and it's it is interesting that you know if that was the case where he said okay we'll do it your way, and it went badly wrong. Um, the response on Sunday was maybe an answer to that. But yeah, they just yeah.
2: looked like they all had a bad game at the back. They made mistakes.
3: They made made individual errors. They didn't make that many individual errors. I mean, there were a couple. Obviously, the goal, the Rudiger, you know, didn't see the guy coming, you know, Perotti for the goal. Um, And then the crazy moment in the second half where all three centre-backs went to the same player, which was ridiculous. Uh, But apart from that, let's not not forget that actually for large portions of that game, we dominated.
2: I think we might have sort of half beat ourselves in the home leg, really, by sort of squandering the lead we did and letting them feel like a bit superior to us and not being so worried about us you know
1: yeah i think that's true and i I think there's also something else that hasn't worked out right and this is where we have a problem that and we talked about this last week um that we had a problem that we didn't have last year where key players have been injured like Kante being out that midfield has suffered because Bakayoko that, is that
3: midfield is half a midfield without him in it of course it is it's a it's, well, a, it's a mid-table midfield well, as, a I,
1: as I said I tweeted this line that I think there is no team in the world that would not be better with Kante in it mm. I think he is that good I think he's world class and I feel sorry for Bakayoko and Fabregas
2: Fabregas has got stick and so has Bakayoko well, no, once Bakayoko works out which is his right foot and which is his left foot I think he'll be fine yeah, he will. It'd be brilliant. But asking
1: him to do Kante's job...
3: <laughs> Fabregas is being played out of position. You know, <laughs> Fabregas, Fabregas is a quarterback. Fabregas is somebody that needs time and space well, How many to... times? How many, but times? It's
2: true, though, how many
1: times? But it's true,
3: though, isn't it? But it's true, though, isn't I
2: know. But how many times have we, have we discussed this? Yeah. Whenever he gets put in a position where he has to do a little bit, something different to being a quarterback... He can't do it.
3: Well, he's not a trenches player. He's not.
2: And he knows that. Yeah. I mean, he's as slow
3: as a cart as well. And Bakayoko's not really a midfield destroyer in the classic sense. You know, he's a box-to-box midfield he player. He doesn't
2: quite know what
3: he is and yet. He, he hasn't figured it out. You yeah. know, I, I've said to him, you know, a lot of people have, uh, have said to me, you know, him and Matic are very different players, which, you know, in some ways they are. But, you know, he's in there to, to be a presence in midfield. He's in there to, you know, to to you know to pick the ball up and use it sensibly. He just needs to figure that out. Essien had a really poor season, you know, in his first season. Lampard had a poor season. You know, other midfielders no, that we can, thought that know, have gone on I to become legends have, have had very poor first seasons. Let's not cane him. And I thought, actually, we'll come on to the Man United game. I thought Bakioko was excellent in the second half. In the second half, I thought he was excellent. Yeah. But in this game, whenever he's played Fabregas and bakioko together, it's a massive hole in midfield, particularly up against Strootman, Nangalan, I mean, De Rossi, Perotti, Perotti. I mean, that's an amazing midfield, you know, anyway, it's a very combative midfield, and And put those two up against them, it just doesn't work. Yeah,
1: I agree, and that was the main (laughs) problem for me, is that suddenly, through the second half, our midfield disappeared, because they were just being asked to do too much work, and they worked out to keep running through those two, and keep away from the wings, and and we were destroyed down the centre of the field, but... It was It was interesting wasn 't it that you know this is the side that he sends out to do this that looks bereft in the second half because i don 't know what happened maybe the second goal was the killer you know before half time and instead of them going in one nil down, you know being two nil down, maybe it finished him. I would have thought Conte would have given them you know a few words of advice at half time, but it came out and they were not. In the game, well, he second second
3: half we just our heads were down. Yeah. Well,
2: certainly. He, he certainly um, gave him some words of advice. I think after that match, it yeah. looks like a, a different team altogether.
3: <sighs> Look, we, we've just had a real struggle against Italian clubs. We, you know, we're winless in our last six away games yeah. against Italian well, teams.
2: Good. I mean,
1: they're good.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, mean,
1: we underrated Roma, didn't we? I mean, everyone good. said, "Oh, well, Roma have sold a couple of players; they won't be much." You know, when the draw was made, people were saying, "Oh, well, at least Chelsea well, they got, got, an got easy rid of Rudiger, group.
2: didn't they?" I mean, clever bastards they are.
3: You know, we lost. Do you like Rudiger? It, he's all right. Oh, I like him. Oh, oh, you right. got to like Rudiger. I like
2: Rud. No, I like I like him because he's hard. You're not being gets, a Chelsea boo boy. No, I don't boo anybody. He's hard. You, you can't call people Chelsea boo boys just because they don't agree with you, Andy. Um, he's hard. Welcome and back. <laughs> and he gets stuck in, yeah. and I like that about him. Yeah. But he, what well, don't you like about him? I just think he. Where can he improve? I think he, it can improve with marking people a bit better.
3: Okay. I,
2: I mean, it was a I, a, I think a, I, a. I thought once he came on against Manchester United, Manchester United got more of a chance.
3: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't. I didn't mm. see that myself, but I, I can. You know, I'll I'll take that under advisement. I think um, it's only the third time that we've lost by a margin of three goals or more. We're normally pretty tight in the Champions League. So I think the kind of shocking thing about it was, is we're not used to conceding that many goals. I mean, we don't have a divine right to go out there and win games and, you know, and and smash teams. So, you know, it was a salutary lesson. But, you know, 50-50 possession. It wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't muller us. We made two really bad mistakes. They scored one really good goal uh, forget and me, you know and then we move on move on we still got to play carabag we've still got to play atletico at home atletico and roma have still got to play each other there's every chance we We might get lose the all our next two games and still qualify we
1: might. We uh, might. I would think we'll qualify I, I'm I'm pretty sure we will qualify um
3: so I suppose, okay, so it, it was... Can I just make one, one thing about yeah. that? It was Cesc Fabregas' 100th Champions League appearance.
1: And how many players have done that? It's only a handful, the, isn't it?
3: Well, he's the fifth, fifth youngest yeah. to reach the yeah. to reach that particular level. What is he now, 29? Thir- 30 years 30. and 180 days. Limey Andy, there
1: you go. Haven't you missed it. In, you
3: missed statin'. that in, mate. You missed
1: that in. How many hours and minutes?
3: Well, you know, depending on when this goes out, all oh, right. Technical, I like it, but yeah. you know, I mean, you know, respect him. I mean, look, you know, Fabregas is coming for a little bit of stick, as we've said, but he's been played out of position, totally. And, and we, we get... saw him on Saturday, and he was great because well, he was being played in position. Well, we'll get on to that in a second. I mean, uh, were
1: you surprised at the vitriol that has been dished out after that game? Uh, about Chelsea that Conte is obviously on his way the players really are against him I found it hysterical yet again I think the press have been hysterical this season
3: look you know we we live in a 24-hour media circus where they have to find stories they have to keep generating stories you know football clubs are you know by and large pretty close shops and, you know, pretty boring. They have to make stuff up. You know, nobody's going to give them interesting information. You know, if there's a sniff of anything controversial, they'll write about it. And then that snowballs. It becomes Chinese whispers. Suddenly Conte's disappeared. Roman Abramovich is going to sell the club. You know, everything's gone horribly wrong. You know, uh, Luis is on his way out. Well, I mean, all this stuff is going on at the moment. We don't know. We, we've no idea as fans. The first I, think I heard
2: of Luis um, being upset was in the toilets at Stamford Bridge before the game. No, he's had a row, this bloke said. He's had a row with Conte. Mm. Well,
3: Well, he he might be right. Well, I would think, you know, I
1: mean, that's an interesting thing because, you know, he...
2: That uh, wasn't Mike and Emel you were standing next to, was it? No, no, he would have known it if I was standing next to him. (laughs) Well, I don't
1: think we need to know any more about you in in the Orinals at Chelsea. Um, We just have to take a short commercial break. The Chelsea is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. And here we are back again. So, yeah, the, the hysterical, hysterical sort of press that's, that's followed Chelsea since then. I suppose we could go up to the point of the game uh, whereby walking into the ground, you start hearing the news that Luis isn't in the side.
3: We're talking about Man United now. Yeah, yeah we're talking okay. about Man United. Yeah.
1: Luis not in the side. Uh-huh. My first reaction was maybe he's injured, something's gone on. And it's only really after the game when you heard uh, Conte talking about he's got to work as hard as the rest of the players to get back into this side. Mm. And if he
2: doesn't, he'll be in well, the Well, I stairs. heard it in the toilets, I told you, well, before you, the game.
1: So you are in
2: the urinal of Mystic Fortunes, are I... you? In, in uh, the Matthew Arden. OK, what did you hear? He's had a row with Conte. <laughs> Okay.
1: So I mean do we think do we think you know when we're talking about this thing where maybe he bowed to a certain amount of player pressure to change the the team for for, Ro, uh, for Roma that maybe Luis was central to that there's something odd going on I don't there?
3: think Luis takes criticism very well I remember going back to a Man United game uh, quite a long time ago against, uh, under Ancelotti I think where we conceded very very early on first couple of minutes it was obviously his fault and uh, you know he spent his whole time going what me you know mouthing what me it wasn't my fault and you know was adamant that it wasn't his fault when it clearly was and I think he doesn't he's somebody who's had a fairly gilded career so far where he's always you know been the kind of crazy guy that everybody loves Loves, and I think he hasn't been brilliant in the last five or six games. He maybe he's playing with an injury, but he hasn't been fantastic. He's looked a little bit reckless, like his old Louis self. And I think he's been picked up on it. I think he got subbed off in one game, didn't he? And, well, and, Roma wasn't it? Yeah, was it Roma? Yeah. And then he not in this Roma game. I don't think. He no,
2: did. it was the first, it was at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. He got he, subbed off, he and he didn't like it,
3: and he was
2: really. we well, went straight down the tunnel. He weren't he happy about he. it. Yeah.
3: And I think you know, I don't think Conte likes that, and I think you know, you know, especially if he's made him captain for certain games, and he. I think he's making an example out of him. It takes me back a little bit to Mourinho and Carvalho. Do you remember when Carvalho gave it a little bit and Mourinho went, right, on the bench, son. And Carvalho came back with his tail between his legs and everything was fine. So hopefully this is just a slap down to make a point to the rest of the team and Luis will come back and he'll learn that you don't take on a manager-like Conte.
2: Well, it just might make him play a bit better. You know, you, you, you never know. You, you, Maybe he needs in a rest. All walks, in all walks of life, you know, just a little bit of home truth sometimes does help.
1: Well, and, and also, there's a, you know, I was talking to Gary Hayes before this and he said what he thought was interesting about this and actually probably the bigger story is that Ampadu got picked ahead of him on the bench against um, Man U. Do you think
2: it's because he vaguely looks like him? Yeah,
1: I think he thought it was well, him. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, but, you know, one is in the levelers and one isn't.
3: Um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, sorry, I made a levelers joke last uh, week. I'll stop. He needs to lose that tash to the Ampadu. Yeah, he does. The squaddy tash. He needs to lose it.
1: But it's interesting that he got picked on the bench and that Conte Picked that out In his after match the or? Rude
2: Hullet look He's got a bit
3: A little bit um, Yeah it's L- it's Less a of a tash It's more It's more of a squaddy tash you It's know? a wisp it? yeah. It's a wisp It's a wisp Yeah So I
1: mean Let's go through the team Well, well anyway. he changed the
3: formation Didn't he He went three-five-two in this game um, Because I- he had Kante back So you know So he had Courtois in goal He had a back three Of Azpilicueta Christensen and Cahill. Christensen, the obvious replacement for Luis because he's the most centrally minded and can play uh, football. Can right? And he's a he's a ball playing centre back. Uh, Zappacosta in on the uh, right hand side. Alonso on the left. Kante Bakayoko, and Fabregas uh, in a midfield three with Murata and, and Hazard up front. And it just immediately looked more balanced with Kante on the side.
1: Well, everyone kind of relaxed and could get back on with their jobs. You know, Bakiyoko. I mean, well, let's start with the midfield because Bakiyoko. He was quite forward,
2: wasn't he? he wasn't, Bakiyoko? Yeah. yeah,
1: because he knows what <laughs> Kante can do yeah. behind him. And so it freed up Bakiyoko. OK, uh, you know, if he could shoot, it'd be dangerous. But at the same time, the marauding runs he went on were fantastic. And there was one brilliant set to with Matic where he ended up sitting Matic on his back and side. nicked the ball off him and didn't he? absolutely i mean
3: and there then, were two moments weren't they that you know i mean people are turning around and going well he's a terrible finisher well i don't i don't think it's Particularly fair to judge him on his finishing. And that's not. That's not. I mean, obviously, we'd like him to be able to finish, but he's never going to be Frank Lampard. He's never going to get 250 goals. But he's, um, you know, there was a couple of moments. One where the ball came over and he just snatched at it and was very, you know, showed a lack of composure. The other one was a, a, a sort of vague one on one, but he was being closed down. He didn't have an awful lot to show. If you look at it again, so you know, maybe he could have done better. But I don't think we should judge him on his finishing. We should judge him on his work rate, on his pass completion, on the fact that he, you know, that he worked really well with those other two midfield players. It's getting he's getting better. He's not the finished article. No, he's, look, he's nowhere near the finished article. Better, but I do. think There's something in there. There's there's me. something in there that I think is going to be. You know, he's going to be a very very well, he's influential a beast, player, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he once he's, he starts to use that physicality yeah. and use it with a little bit more, um you know, confidence, I think he's well, going to be a got, real player. I was pleased to
2: see him get booked.
3: He often gets booked.
2: I like. Well, I think. Well, that's all right. Get booked. Be one of those players. Kick a few people. And I think that's what we need, one of them. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm hoping he'll do. Kante will teach him. You know, there's no
1: doubt. Did
3: Kante look like he'd been out for four weeks? No, I mean, and, didn't he look like and
1: <laughs> did you see him afterwards said, you know, I'm really sorry, but I'm not fit yet. <laughs> and, and you think, oh, you humble little person, you're so nice, and yet you're apologising. drives a mini, you know.
2: I know. What's it really made me like? laugh when he he did that pass where he sort of booted it from one side nearly out the ground. Someone said, God, what a great, for a little bloke, and he got a big kick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but he, he was magnificent, you know. And this is a player who's not fit. It's, it's clear that he is the glue that holds this side together, and everyone. Relaxes into their jobs, you know the back three behind. Well, um,
3: let, just on the, on those midfield three, Kante, you kind of assume he's going to be a nine or ten out of ten player, you know, performance every week. Bakioko I thought was maybe a seven, a six or a seven, maybe a seven. Oh, seven know, and a half. Certainly maybe. seven six in the, and in the and first half. It's so maybe you know seven in the second half. Uh, I thought he was really good. Maybe six and a half in the first oh. half. Um, Fabregas, I thought was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I it's thought he was a, you know a, a very decent eight or nine out of ten. That Fabregas starts every game for me. Yeah, if that's how. I mean, he gave the ball away a couple of times but the thing about Fabregas is he tries things he tries more ambitious things than anybody else he's going to give the ball away
1: look it's better to give the ball away like that than when he gave away the ball for the third
2: goal against Roma well Morata will appreciate Morata will appreciate people like um, Fabregas because they're interesting balls for him and that's what he needs because he's not that sort of centre forward that wants it on his chest all the time is he he wants it down little channels and
1: stuff but he was immense as I well. He was brilliant. He battered them. Jones, Smalling, and Baye didn't know what happened. This is a man who supposedly won't get physical. It was the most physical game I've seen from him. He was brilliant feet as well. Amazing yeah, feet, absolutely. You know, and he really gave him a hard time. And I honestly think Mourinho got the tactics completely wrong against us. He conceded midfield to us from the very start. Came for a, came for a draw. Yeah,
3: but he it went comes wrong. for a draw. It went wrong. It did, did but, that, be... but that's what he did. He came for a draw. Yeah,
1: and hoped he might nick I a one he might nil nick somewhere.
3: It. It was, you know, in his head, it was always going to be a 1-0 game. Yeah. Unfortunately, it went to us. Yeah, exactly. But he made a mistake, you know. And his record against the top six sides
1: is, incredible, isn't it? is
3: shocking. And also, you know, it's his third straight loss at Stamford Bridge since becoming the United manager. Um, and, you know, and our record against Man United is amazing. We've lost just one of our last 16 Premier I don't League matches. why Memphis. he
2: doesn't have a go uh, I mean, why doesn't he play Martial and, you know, people like you that? Know, you
1: know who it was a perfect game for, and he wasn't even on the bench, was Matter. Yeah. Mata would have Mata passed the well. ball to Lukaku. Matter
3: instead of Mkhitaryan would have been, you know, would have yeah. been a, a real nuisance, I think. And, okay,
1: let, let's get to it, because,
3: you know, I was chatting to some
1: people from Manchester the, before the game, and they're saying, well, this is a game where you'll see why you should never have got rid of Matic.
3: Well, he was bang average.
1: He, was, he wasn't, wasn't even that good. Bakayoko... All day long, I would take over Matic. Matic, when he was with us the last 18 months, hasn't looked at those Again, to those ones Again, I've said,
3: there. you know, I've said on social media, look, he's obviously an upgrade. I mean, you look at that game yeah. and people go, but he's not the same player. And it's like, no, of course they're not the same player. But if you look at what Bakayoko has brought to Chelsea, and put that up against what Matic has brought to Man United. I don't think there's any doubt that Bakayoko is an upgrade. You know, I think the Matic, any Chelsea fan will tell you that Matic last 18 months was was okay. I mean, he won two league titles, but you know, he was okay. He was be okay. He was okay. No, well, listen, and I, I, and I have Matic on the back of my shirt. You know, I mean, I'm a fan. You know, so, so I'm not down on Matic at all. But I don't think that he's going to go away and be a silver bullet for Man United. They've played a bunch of reasonably average teams. He's put in some half decent performances at home. I think, as it goes on, he's not going to be the player they think he is. I just don't think he I is. Think and I think Bakayoko will do And also, he's almost 30. We've got a load of money for him. And Bakayoko's 22 and got all the potential in the world. I think he's been bought for Pogba. And if Pogba's not
2: playing... Yeah, he, it's, then, a bit,
1: it's a bit like Bakayoko without Kante. Yeah, Would the they, they have principle?
3: dropped Matic if Pogba uh, and Herrera were fit Do you think? They no wouldn't... I think he'd play Matich and Pogba
1: yeah I think so Herrera would be the man who goes but Herrera's been really good for them he, yeah but it's ne- look at the size of those two guys yeah. Pogba you know, you know Mourinho no he's he obsessed to, with size he's he obsessed is. with height yeah. and
2: the, it's obvious I oh, think. there's another one as well that we're missing it was Murata 1 Lukaku nil. By the way, everybody said, "Oh, we've missed out." Well, look, we could slip into Michael, um, whatever his name is, here on the <laughs> uh, transfer of Lukaku, and we got Morata. Lukaku
3: didn't have one touch in our penalty area. I know. He had one shot on target. You know, did one decent spin, hit it straight at, and at, our goalie at, at, did that
2: funny thing that he does. Couture, yeah, that he pretends he's a wall. He what?
1: is a wall, Phil.
2: Oh yeah, the, the leapy, the leapy
1: salmon the leapy thing.
3: Punch. Yeah,
1: but you know, I mean, it, it's interesting because I, I also think that. I thought Zappa Costa had a really good game as well. Well, Ashley
3: Young I, did nothing, did he? Didn't no, get No, Ashley once.
1: Young, who's actually had a brilliant season, like a lot of the United players. But when they came up against a decent side, I mean, God knows what Man City will do to them. They're playing them, I think, in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. aren't they? You know, it'd be very interesting because then... Look, Mourinho's got the hump anyway because he's he likes being the biggest name in the Premiership. At the moment, he's not even the biggest name in Manchester.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the trouble with Mourinho is the same old thing. He's... He's gone and got Ashley Young back at 30-odd, 30 34. Instead of short, instead of going forward, he, he's gone pragmatic again, Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he doesn't true. want to concede. He well, wants I said to you, I, I, stuck.
3: I think Mourinho yeah. hates losing more than he loves winning. And I think that's, you know, that, that, that he's become the kind of manager that, that it's all about not losing. And therefore, he does create these pragmatic teams, yeah. these muscular teams that don't lose. But, you know, it does mean that they're not going to win if other teams get at them.
2: And a man new fans are going to get the ump, aren't they? And yeah. He's going to get the ump, well, as him. the
3: Real Madrid fans did, and, you know, and, and, as, the, and, and as Roman Abramovich did. Look, Do you know what I mean? With all the teams, he starts
1: off his first year with lovely attacking football. And then it becomes more attritional and becomes defensive. You look the first year that we had him with Duff and Robin, it was some of the most exciting football I ever saw. And then when he felt, oh, you know, we could lose our standing if we don't protect it, he changes. And he did the same at Real Madrid. You know, they hated him at Real Madrid in the end because they yeah. became so defensive. This is the Galacticos who just go out and would rather win 5-4 than win one nil. You know, so
2: they're. they're I, well, they've got to be a bad team now if Tottenham beat them anyway. That's all I know.
1: Yeah, well, that, that's also true. It's, it, and I, I have to say, I laugh quite a lot at that result. But listen, you know,
3: that's uh, that we've now won three league games in a row since we lost to Crystal Palace on the 14th of October. You know, it's, it's, it feels like, apart from it's, that it's Roma one win
2: of the year, isn't it, Crystal Palace? I guess, well, obviously. I
3: mean, I was at that game, we were shocking that day. But again, I think we massively missed Kante in that game. You know, we didn't have a very balanced side. You know what? The point is, you can replace an awful lot of
1: players on your side with somebody else... But certain times when your world-class player is injured, you can't replace him. You know, if Hazard's out of the side, as great as he is, you could still get something pretty wonderful out of Pedro or William coming on or whatever. But there is
2: no one like Kante. Yeah, for nicking the ball and
3: starting yeah. it. Hey, The thing about Fabregas as well, here's a nice stat for you. He created six goal-storing opportunities in, in that match against Man United. No other Chelsea play, play, uh, player provided more than one.
1: Well, and, and OK, I like that. As far as assists
2: go... As Pilly. ASP.
3: ASP has assisted Morata 5 mm-hmm. times in the Premier League this season more than any other player has assisted another in 2017 and so the far.
2: I'm oh. always sings his praises.
1: Yeah, and he's had a bit of a dog of a couple of weeks, hasn't he? He's not been up to scratch, but Man U he was back to what he does best, which was play me anywhere, I don't mind, I'll play and I'll do you the job. What a
3: ball, and what a header. I yeah. mean, brilliant.
1: That header, I mean, it was like, that was down our end. It was uh, one of the, you know those... The best those,
2: view I've had, wasn't it?
1: Oh, we were just to the side of it, but it was one of those, it was all in slow motion. When you suddenly saw the ball coming, and you saw for what seemed like minutes how much space he had, and then I saw this header, and it just goes looping in, and you just go, oh my gosh. It's one of those moments where time slows down, and you know,
2: when you see De Gea... Rooted to the ground, he just like looked, that. didn't he? Yeah. No chance, and he was a brilliant goalkeeper. I'll and he was, you, you know, people yeah, turn
3: is. around and say, "Why wasn't he picked up?" Well, his movement was brilliant, Morata, because he was picked yeah. up. He just stepped to the side. Found himself in space and... It's what a great strike does. You know, I thought he was really, really good Morata. It's the first goal he scored since September. Yeah, but But, let's not forget he was out for about three and a half weeks of that. He's had a hand in ten goals in his opening ten Premier League games for Chelsea. Seven goals, three assists. Only Costa was involved in more in the first ten for the club. I reckon he will score more than 100 goals for Chelsea. He's scored ten headed league goals since the start of last season. No player in the big five European leagues has scored more. He's level with uh, Bellotti.
1: No, he's, he's, you know,
3: he's a proper player. I and, think we've got a great player here. And he's 24.
2: Yeah.
1: Have you not seen, for me, the most exciting thing about all this is our team is younger than it's been for years. And he's yeah.
2: really good looking. <laughs> I, I think he's so lovely. <laughs> Do you like his brawl cream look? I, no, I think he's smashing. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you have been acting a
3: while, haven't you, love? Were you lonely <laughs> down in Chichester?
2: <laughs> no, I was never lonely. <laughs> <laughs> you're never lonely in the theater <laughs> even oh. with all male casts ah oh, how lovely um so the the,
1: the other thing i suppose we, we should talk about is you know where does this leave chelsea now are we back on track do we feel as though we are now
3: moving forward well three games in a row we've won you know we've got a little break now for the stupid international break we then play west brom away you know who aren't having a brilliant season we've then got uh to go to carabag um you're going i'm going which will be an interesting and it'll be an interesting game over there and then we come back and we play liverpool so you know if we can get can i come with you yeah you should come when are you going 22nd of november oh i'm away
2: Sorry. What, what are you I doing? I'm in because, Thailand.
3: Are you? Yeah. Interesting. We won't, we won't delve into that. I'm not going on my own. Okay. So don't, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> all a bit coded, this one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I, I think I know what you're alluding to. And uh, I think we should oh, just... Oh, this is c- too many jokes. I'm, I'm not going no. to them. It's not, it's ting- not the right forum, no. is it?
1: Okay. So no. the other big question, <laughs> the other big question for me, with this, with this format, And this formation that we had against Manu, it seems to fit really well. The fact that you've got up front, really, well, actually, you've got Hazard playing as a traditional number 10, you know, never more than 20 yards from Morata most of the time. And they're playing and dovetailing off each other. And I think what that does, it means that Pedro Willian are going to get far less of a
3: look in now if he stays with this. Look, look, to answer your question seriously, I don't uh, know. I don't know whether it's it'll be because we've been maddeningly inconsistent. Yeah, and I that's think the, what I say. We need to play two good games the, in a the row. Problem, yeah. The problem is that, you know, we can look like world beaters. I mean, we looked brilliant against Man United i we relaxed and comfortable and comfortably the, the better side in that game. And then we can play like we did against Roma where we look like whipped dogs. And I just think that it's really, uh, it's really a question this season of whether we can get any real consistency out of that team because he keeps chopping and changing the back three. Maratta, you know, has, has periods of, uh, uh, of lack of fitness. Kante has been injured if we can keep them fit and we can keep them playing and we can keep that team spit going why not why not put 10-12 games together and, and mount a real challenge you know Man City look awesome at the moment will they remain awesome for the next 30 games I don't know maybe maybe they look pretty good but I think we need to just keep pushing to the best of our ability and, and getting some consistency because that's the most frustrating thing at the moment
1: but what, what I think about this shape against Man U it worked as a unit, as a shape, will he try? And well, it's stick worked with that? in the past. But I'm saying, well, he will if Kanto's there. Yeah, exactly. Then that means Pedro and Willian are going to get far less game time, which is interesting.
3: Well, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean there's lots think. of games to play There's Champions yeah, there League are, games to play all. There's League Cup games, the play. Player there's player player Cup games to play There's FA Cup games to play If you talk about the league I think probably yes They're probably You know they're probably Down the pecking order But yeah. you know I mean he might mix it up I mean Pedro's a great player To bring on You know in certain circumstances As is William. Yeah. You know Pedro for his pace And his, his attacking qualities And William for his work rate So you know he may well, Look at Luis both of them can come back In the midfield can't he If things go a bit It was interesting sure. that he didn't Take that option When Kante was out Wasn't it Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I maybe it's one of those cases where he just didn't quite trust him no. for that one mad moment. And, and the other thing, talking about midfield, what do we think, Danny Drinkwater? I thought when he came on, he looked looked really good. He got about the pitch. I think he's, I think he's going to prove to
2: be a really good signing for us. Yeah, I can't tell really.
1: I've seen him three times now, and I, I, he's looked right to he hasn't me. He's done anything In wrong. David
2: Luiz's uh, uh, favour. I just want to say something about David Luiz. I think he had a really brilliant season last season. <laughs> And maybe he's just dropped off a little bit yeah. this season, and that happens. It does, and that happens. His knee's been and strapped
3: I, for the whole season. As that's well, absolutely, I? I I think, since
2: like you said, I think he might need a rest. You yeah. know, yeah, I agree.
3: Look, uh, Danny Drinkwater I don't think we can tell yet Kerry I mean you know a fit Danny Drinkwater won the league with Leicester you know in a remarkable season alongside Kante there's no reason to think he can't be brilliant for us a great squad player will he get in ahead of Bakayoko, Kante, Fabregas it's unlikely but I mean I think it's brilliant to have him there and when he's come on you know he's made me feel very comfortable he's the new Mikel you know if we can bring him on and play him in the same role that Mikel played which is to be a you know a solid sensible option in midfield then that's great
1: I think he will do more of a fill in I think it may rotate between him and Bakay kioko a bit more okay um it, but what i'm saying is i think he fits as a player into our system the, the other person i'd really like to talk about is, is christiansen brilliant you know i mean we've Div- a defining about this.
3: game for yeah. andreas christiansen
1: and, and we talked about this on the on the phone yesterday this shows why our loan system works you know you send out a player who can't learn on chelsea's time how to play the game he goes out for two years plays every week in a pretty hefty league plays football all the time against players, much like Ampadu has played a good year and a bit at Exeter, playing against blokes who will toughen you up. And nothing beats that actual real game time.
3: You can't get in the youth team and you can't get sitting on the bench. It, it's worked for Courtois. It's definitely worked for Christensen. It will work for Tammy Abraham. I think it does work. And I think, you know, what we've always said on this podcast is don't just chuck the kids in for them to fail. Send them out, toughen them up, get miles in their legs, then bring them back, then see if they can do it. Um, you know, there's been a couple of occasions, whether it's Ake, whether it's Chalaba, where people have said, well, maybe we should have kept them. Look, Chalaba's been out for most of the season. Ake, I don't think, set the world on fire I don't think they're massive losses to it I've always said that Christiansen was always a jewel in the crown was always the one that they had massive hopes for I thought he was absolutely brilliant and has been brilliant almost flawless in every game that he's played he makes and, uh,
2: one mistake a game well,
1: maybe much. you know and oh, I think right. that's
3: it he got slaughtered by uh, Zeko, didn't
2: he in the Roma game
3: <sighs> I think Jecko was just had one of those games. Yeah, yeah he, did. Mean, he yeah. did. Yeah, but I, 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 mean, I don't yeah. think that was down to Christiansen No, no so. but I he think was. was a good to it. He was. That was one of the best attacking displays I've seen yeah. at Stamford Bridge, almost ever. Yeah. He was brilliant. I
2: think, to be honest, I do. Uh, you know, I don't want to. But he had no midfield Christian. in front of him. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> true. I don't want to build <laughs> Christian up too much. Yeah. I mean, Lukaku runs in straight lines, and that ain't so bad for a centre half. People like Aguero are, are trickier.
3: But when when Fellaini yeah. l- luckily there's not many. But when Fellaini came on and was troubling him. Yeah, yeah, he dealt with it really well. Yeah. I think Christensen's a sensible player and I think he's an intelligent player. And, and I think...
2: Fu- he, he did some great stuff. I think
3: he's a future team. captain. Yeah. I really Yeah, do. well, we've said this, haven't yeah. we? That, you know, he, he looks as though... I but think the voice of reason is right, though, to say don't build him up, don't, no, put, no. don't load too much expectation on I mean, him. It's still very early in his Chelsea career. Let's not play him every single game and burn him out. Let's make no, sure that he's yeah. going because he's going to be yeah. there a very long time and uh, be a very important player. And
1: Conte us. hasn't done that. You no. know, he's given him a few games at a time, then he's taken him out of the team, then he's brought him back in. He's doing what you should do with a real promising youngster who you know can do it. Just take him out, let him have a breather for a week or so and get him back in. But yeah, no, I, I think he looks good. And I think, you know, our youth policy and the way we handle everything is working really well. And I think you can, you can say, well, look, Tammy Abraham, he's out, he's learning in the England squad, loft his
2: cheek, whatever people think. And who's, um, who, 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 this youth policy and how, who,
3: who was, uh, who settled that? Up? Well,
1: as you know, it was your great friend, <laughs> Michael Emanalo. No, Michael M-
3: Eminalo. M- 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 Eminalo. yes this is
1: probably the last time you will ever be able to mess his name up
3: do you want a stat on on Emanalo this was given to me by our good friend Jeff Young a friend of the show who said Emanalo joined Chelsea in 2011 uh, and since then we've been involved in 186 player transactions only 20 players stayed at the club oh yeah
1: so yeah but nobody can you know it's interesting because nobody quite knows how many of those players Emanalo assigned and how many actually Granada's well, Okay 186
3: assigned. players on his watch. Yeah. But it's also Gwyneth Sky's watch no, as well. I don't think you... I mean, look, the fact of the matter is he's technical director. So, it is yes. yeah, But um, you make a very good point, which is, nobody knows what goes on. You can <laughs> yeah. take an irrational hatred of Michael Emanalo, I can as well, you know, and sit there and blame him for stuff. Nobody knows what his role was, what he did, no, whether he was any good. he's been too cosy.
2: He's been snug and cosy while everybody else has been getting flack down there. He always slips round the back and he's not been blamed for anything. I don't really
3: know what he did. So he said he palpable disco but that's all that's it that's what you know I, really I, I mean know. i don't think any of us really know what the byzantine structure of the roman abramovich chelsea is i don't know who's got power who hasn't got power what marina does what he does you know i think we're all kind of think
2: conte well let's let, let me ask a question all right do you think conte is
3: pleased he's gone or not
1: uh he said he was very sorry to see him go Can't i think I, I think conte's
3: a very <laughs> diplomatic man um i don't when think, he wants i don't think to I don't think any managers like technical directors. No. They don't like them, you know, because they, they kind of undermine their and power a little like bit. it looks
2: like there isn't going to be... Another one.
3: No, and I think that that means that Marina, we would assume, is going to be in head of you know in head of player transfers. Maybe that more linear system will help. Look, I don't know. We don't know. The media don't know. We can all you know use Emanalo as a hate figure and a lightning rod. Know, I, I'm no, not I'm not saying you do, but I think people do. to him from now. On. They do, but a lot of people have used Emmanuolo as a lightning rod for their dissatisfaction in yeah. the transfer market. When actually, we really don't know. I, I would imagine that if it if the buck stops with him, then in some ways, in some areas, it did a poor Bruce job. Butt? If he, uh, very boom, good. Boom. But if he, um, you know, if he, if he also delivers us players like Christensen, if he delivers, deliver, delivers, delivers us players like Maratta, if he delivers us players, you know, like whoever else he's delivered on his watch, then we have to give him some credit as well, you know, but some of the other stuff has not been so good. And, and Conte would argue that he wasn't backed enough in the transfer market. And maybe that's one of the reasons he's gone. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think it's I think it's interesting we don't know is the
3: answer we don't know can I quickly M-Rally? do the uh, development youth of course, of course I think we should very quickly, uh, very quickly development squad no game for the development squad this week their next game is against Tottenham away on Saturday the 18th of November the under 19 European squad had a great win against Roma 2-1 away last Tuesday with first half goals from Dujon Sterling and Martel Taylor Crossdale to take a step closer to the knockout stages of the UEFA Youth League the under 18s beat Brighton 3-0 away on Saturday in the under 18 League Cup to get back to winning ways and make it just one loss in the last 10 matches in all competitions and the ladies beat bristol city women 2-1 away from home in the continental tires cup on saturday they play rosengard in the champions league round of 16 first leg tomorrow evening at home that game live on chelsea tv at five thirty tomorrow being wednesday tomorrow being wednesday because this is tuesday five thirty on chelsea tv
1: excellent Excellent. So, so UK I, think, time. I think that rounds everything up. We've gone through it all. We're sitting in a happier place
2: than we were. Got a stupid um, international break. Stupid pointless international. Why? Well, no, we can watch Denmark, though. Ugh. And oh. watch Christensen.
1: What's oh, what, Denmark? Is it the qualifiers? Yeah. Playoffs, let's, let's rather. The playoff. That's quite oh, okay. interesting. That oh, yeah, interesting. De- Denmark versus Ireland. Well, that's yeah. going to be interesting. So, yeah, okay. No, that's a good call. I've forgotten call. about that. What Excellent. And then we won't be doing a podcast next week because there's nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. I know. but So we've got to do our predictions for our next game, which is West Brom away, who are having a bit of a torrid
3: time. This
1: is not having a good time.
3: We, 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 we traditionally haven't made it easy for ourselves up there. No. Um. You know, I've been up there and seen us blow. It. Um look this time around if we can play the three in midfield, if we can have some balance in the side, I think we should keep this nice little run going. I don't think it'll be you know, you don't smash Pulis sides. I think it'll be one or two nil, let's say confidently two nil.
1: Okay. Phil, how oh. do you see it? After you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna go three nil. Um and I think that'll be it. I think that'll be Pulis out of a job.
2: Um one all.
1: <laughs> oh, Phil, we've oh, missed no, you. Right. back. He's,
2: all right. He is. 0 4. Murat hat trick.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, that's better. So, yeah. yeah. So, if it ends up 1 0, you'll say, I'll do call it first. Nice to have you back.
2: A 2 1 and yeah. 1 0 and 2 1 and 1 2 and 3 1 and 3 0 oh, and 2 2. Nil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's from Phil's latest pay- play, which is self-written, called Football
2: Scores. Yeah. Which be nice. I can't Listen, wait. To see I, I mean, I think if we go back through all these podcasts, I'll be the one who's been right most.
1: No, yeah. I've checked it. Actually, you've got three right in eight years or something. Oh, <laughs> I've got a hundred and eighty-three <laughs> right, and uh, Andy's got six right.
2: Fuck right off!
1: <laughs> You're not allowed to swear like that. We haven't gone yet. Oh, we have got, got to put a little e on it now. If I, I, I know. It. So, bye. Okay, it's been... Like, are you back for a while now, Phil? No,
2: I'm off to Thailand now. Are you?
1: Okay. How long are you in well, Thailand you, for? A
2: couple of weeks. I'll be back after that. Well,
1: okay. I'm back after that. <laughs> <laughs> Phil is sort of standing up. So he's, going looks he's, waiting, he's going to the airport. All right, well, we shall be back in two weeks' time. I um, would have had enough of you now. Well, no, it's you. Get oh, on get, with it. On. You, okay, Just Just say, a, say goodbye. A,
0: okay, goodbye. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.com. .net. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it, and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, or. IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend to reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses speak to livingston today about our managed services over 50 multinationals across the world trust livingston to manage their software licenses visit livingston-tech.com for more information
3: sports social podcast network